Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the second episode of I Like to Read with me, your host, Rachel Polanski. Um, so if you are just joining us, hi, welcome, as the title states, I Like to Read. Um, I read between five to seven to eight books a week, um, a variety of subjects and materials, uh, usually contemporary, leaning heavily towards fiction. Um, we throw in some memoirs, some nonfiction, a little bit of thrillers, a little bit of YA. Um, also last week, um, I noticed, uh, just coincidentally, all the authors were women. The same happens to be true this week. Um, unintentional, but I am all for a supporting women authors. Um, doesn't gender does not matter. I don't happen to lean towards women authors. I guess maybe subconsciously I do. Um, but that's what's, that's what's up. Um, and then last week we also talked about kind of just why, a little bit about why I like to read, um, a little bit about my history and past with reading as well as the potentially controversial, um, way of reading, which is on a Kindle e-reader. Um, and then we also kind of just established a format um, that we are going to be recommending five books for you. Um, I recognize, like I said, that a lot of people, this is a, this is daunting. Five five books a week, maybe even one book a week is daunting. Maybe even one book a month is daunting. Um, these are always here for you. You know, you can be watching this potentially six months, six years, 600 years later and say, hey, I really need something to read. Wasn't that random girl in the galaxy dress? Uh, didn't she talk about books? Um, she did. Um, she did. She is going to be talking about five, like I said, but um, she has over a thousand um, books that I rate um, in real time on Goodreads that connects to my e-reader. So make sure that you follow me there so you can see what I'm reading, um, what I have read. Um, and it's also, I just, uh, it's a great way for to find new books. And for me, I keep a my want to read as well, which is kind of like my virtual wish list. Um, so before we get into today's recommendations, I just wanted to muse a little bit, uh, kind of let you in on the train of thought. Um, the opposite of why I like to read, but why don't people like to read? Um, I would have to put myself into a completely different headset, you know, walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. Um, reading, I have never not liked reading. There have been times, mainly, you know, in high school, where there were books that we were forced to read and instead of you know, plowing my way through those and being extremely disheartened and thus slowly losing a love for books. Instead, I did the opposite and I just continued to read my books. You know, I was always a sucker for the for the free time, a sucker for finishing a test early and having my book. Um, and I just kind of wouldn't really read the books that I wasn't interested in and somehow got away with it. You know, I was good enough at kind of plucking the themes. Uh, sometimes the plot was a bit sketchy, but Sparknotes helped out with that. Um, and I just, it's, it's always been there for me. It's something, you know, it's something you can take with you wherever and you don't even have to go anywhere. I'm a pretty lazy person. Uh, don't, you know, have the means to travel, although that would be wonderful. Um, but like, you know, in one week I can, I can read a story that takes place in Ghana and then Vietnam and then Milwaukee. And then, you know, 
I and if the author does a good enough job, which chances are that they did, like I, I'm there. I'm in that world for an hour, for three hours, for however long. And I, I just, I don't know how someone couldn't love that. I mean, I also know that there's a lot of you know extroverts out there, people who have to work, you know, more, have children, they have for whatever reason they don't actually have the time. But I know that for plenty, for everyone who says that, you know. There's somehow always time to scroll on Instagram and there's time to watch TikTok and whatever. And, you know, you don't have to read for hours a day. You can really just do 20 minutes a day. Um, I feel like I am a PSA, 20 minutes a day and then you, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But it's really, it's, I mean, it's true for me if a day without reading just, just feels wasted and that's also not to say that I don't love scrolling on my phone. I love, you know, vulture.com, even just reading a short article. I mean, you know, it doesn't it does it, does, it doesn't have to be a book. I, I hate to say that because I do believe that books are everything. They are everything. But, you know, even if it's really just reading like an op-ed or an article and I'm not talking about, you know, a BuzzFeed 19 foods that Canada wishes the US would give them or something. Um I think it just life would be stale and I you know you can watch all the tv you want and I'm all for that as well um but if you don't read I just I I'd love to I'd love to know I'd love to really if you if you aren't into reading if it's because I know there's a lot of people out there who they love reading and or they enjoy reading but they just it's so hard for them to get into it and I get that. I mean, that's like how I am with, you know, leaving the house, for example. Um, but then I kind of, you know, I put my mind to it and I do it. And it's amazing. And, you know, you might not be in that sense, but I just think, you know, you haven't found the right thing to read. Like not everything is Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer. And I personally am a big Shakespeare fan, but I can, I can see how the guy would turn some people off. But I mean, maybe you just need to read one of the books suggested here or maybe you know you just you just need to read that fun piece on the cut about cults I don't know um but I I just think it's really it's so hard to visualize being someone who doesn't read it's just it's always part of my identity like what would I do if a doctor is running half an hour late and I don't have cell phone service and you know now that I especially I get my books pretty much for free from the library I'm not even really spending money on it you can't you can't use financial concerns you know there's so many if you're if you're opposed to the digital e-reader you know there's so many like free book libraries book groups ask a friend for their physical book and just like it'll enrich your life in a way that you know maybe you don't watch tv you don't like absorb yourself in any pop culture in which case how um but maybe reading is a little more comfortable for you to dip into than tv shows or whatnot um so this is your your psa about you know read read um and here are the five books that i read last week um i did read more than five books i believe i read seven um and that doesn't always mean a book a day that can sometimes mean that it's 6 p.m i will read till 10 p.m and finish a book listen to a podcast, watch a TV show, delve into another book for half an hour or whatnot, or start a book during the day, 
whatever you know it's sometimes there are days where i read you know more than one book and it's it's rare but it happens and maybe i don't do anything else but i feel like i did something so the first book that we're going to talk about is called the vanishing half by brit bennett and this book is probably the you know it's 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 a lot of places right now um with the black lives matter movement and the um the you know pushing to the forefront black voices and black creators um brit bennett's book was going to come out you know scheduled to come out anyways it came out as planned but i think now more than ever it's you know i would have recommended it anyways but it's really being toted as like this is a book you need to read and it's amplifying a black voice and um so the vanishing twins sorry i'm just on my computer because i realized um there was a article um that i read on vulture um actually an interview with the author Britt bennett and she uh she said some words that were pretty freaking cool and says it better than i can um so i'm gonna start off um i know it's my recommendation but i want to say Britt Bennett's um, words uh, to start it off. So she says, the idea of reading Beloved, the uh, Toni Morrison novel, as some guy, as some how-to guide just kills my spirit, you know? Yes, there are things I learned while reading Beloved. Yes, that's part of the experience, but it's a book that's a marvel of language. It's the images. It's the rhythm of the sentences in addition to the ideas. That's a thing that I find troubling that you can or should reduce fiction by black authors into ideas, that these books are content you can extract something from, and that is their value versus the idea that you can read these books because they are beautiful. Um, So I'm just going to let that speak for itself. Um, But The Vanishing Half, anyways, uh, the uh, centers on two twin sisters, Stella and... I feel like a dumb fool because I forget the other one's name. It's something with a... D, you know, like I said, it's unfortunate. I do read so many books that sometimes the little details like character names and the store name or whatever get lost. But like, rest be assured, like I absorbed the book. Like it's in my mind. It's there. Um, So there's two siblings. And I want to say, what's her name? Stella, 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 Stella. So Stella is one of this. So the siblings, anyways, they grow up in this kind of post- current Jim Crow town um, in the south. It's called Mallard. Um, it's sort of a f- mystical, fictional town that doesn't really exist. And all the people there are black. However, um, they kind of live of the volition that they should try to dilute their skin tone as much as possible. So it's made up of very light-skinned black people. They still identify as black, um, but they are kind of trying to they're not trying to be white but they they also are not trying to be black it's um it's murky um and so then our titular sisters their father unfortunately is murdered um and that horrifying act really just solidifies that they need to get gtfo of this town and they do um but not at the cost of separating their relationship and from there the their stories completely diverge um stella assimilates into the white world interestingly enough um and so that's a really complex and nuanced issue um you know dealing with external race and appearing you know passing as white why do we even want to pass as white why am i ashamed of my blackness and stella kind of you know her she no one in this book dies necessarily besides the girl's father at the beginning but 
their relationship is dead. Um, the other twin sister, she has a child and moves back to her hometown and her child is even darker than she is. And so it's the complete contrast. Um, and it's just really, it's, it's well-written. It's fictional. Um, I know I'm pretty sure I refer to maybe every book in the last episode as fun. Um, that's not a word I would use to describe this. It is not dark and heavy, you know, like I said, no, it's heavy. I mean, it's it's got it's got shades of darkness to it, but it's it's just it's powerful. It's really it's deep. It's different, um, timely, and it's really it's it's good. It's it's really one that you should check out. Um, so that is the vanishing half. Um, our second recommendation is actually a collection of poems. Um, so. I love poetry. Actually, I dabbled in my own prose and poetry uh, a few years ago. Have some unpublished collections of those if anyone's calling. Uh, never did like an open mic or anything, um, but Olivia Gatwood. Um, so the book is called Life of the Party by Olivia Gatwood. I discovered her. Um, there was a video going around on Facebook a few years ago of her performing her poem um, to the women who live on Long Island. Um, and she just... I mean, it's incredibly well written. It's actually featured in this collection, but the way that she performs it and her commitment and her just her gravitas is just blew me away. Um, so she's been on my radar since then. Um, this is one, though, that I actually have. Ignore this. This notes, uh, these notes that I have. Ignore. Uh, this is a physical copy. And with poems, I do tend to buy physical copies. Um, one, because the downside to a downside to the Kindle um, is that sometimes some formatting things get a little bit lost just because of the nature of the electronic device. Um, also, I apologize. I live in an urban area of Los Angeles. Um, you get what you pay for. Um, it's loud. It's noisy. I can't control the background noise, but maybe sometimes something fun will come up, like something juicy and, you know, exciting. Like, anyways. Um, so, yeah, with poems and, like, I th – these are ones that I do often reread just because a poem by nature is a lot shorter, a lot more concise, um, something that, you know, often is worth rereading. Um I guess this is the one where I will read other people's words, but I'm just going to read. Um, so I definitely recommend checking out that to the woman on Long Island spoken word. Um, if you know, even if you're not into poetry, just to see a really great performance. So that'll be linked below. Um, but I'm just going to read one poem from this um, just to give you an idea of her style. Um, so it's called Ode to My Bitch Face. You pink armor, lipstick rebel, steel cheeked, slit mouth, head to the ground, mean girl. You headphones in, but no music. You house key turned blade. You quick step between streetlights, strainer of pricks and chest beaters. Laughter is a foreign language to your dry ice tongue. Resting bitch face, they call you, but there is nothing restful about you, no. Lips like a flatlined heartbeat, panic at the sight of you, scream for their mothers, throat full of bees, head spun, 360 exorcist bitch, just trying to buy a soda, just trying to do the laundry, just trying to dance at the party. Then someone asks you to smile, and the blood begins to riot. Smile, and you chisel away at your own jaw. Smile, and you unleash the swarm into the mouth of a man who wants to swallow you whole. One theory is that you were born like this, but I don't believe it. You came out screaming and alive, and look at you now. Look at how you've learned to hide your teeth. So that's just one, and, you know, that, freaking incredible, um, the whole book of that. So this is one 
that I definitely uh, recommend that you do buy the physical copy um, just because, I, again, with poetry, I think that that is something that is worth having the physical copy of. Um, so that is that book. Uh, next, we have The Pretty One by Kia Brown. Now, I'll admit that this is one that I bought like six to eight months ago, and then it kind of just sat there on my Kindle, and that's not because I wasn't interested in it. Um, I actually have like over 200 books just in my Kindle library um, back in the days when I was buying a lot of them. Um, and then, as I've mentioned, um, I got into the library system. Naturally, as a library, you only have a certain amount of time to read them, so those get priority. Uh, I read a lot, so uh, those are coming in, you know, not every day, I wish, but quite a few times a week, and so those get pushed to the top, the things in the Kindle pile get pushed to the back, so I just, it just, you know, for whatever reason, it got lost, Um, and then I kind of like to play Kindle roulette Um, when I don't have library books, I just kind of, I don't usually have the specific, I forget what I buy, kind of just scroll through, and I'm like, all right, what are we going to read today, Um, and the answer to that one last week was The Pretty One by Kia Brown, and this is a collection of personal essays slash memoir about a young disabled black woman and it's fun actually like it really like talk about enlightening and eye-opening and just I mean I've always read authors of color I've never you know particularly discriminated against an author if anything I find it more interesting um, because books are the best way to open yourself up to new worlds and educate yourself um, so I maybe you know I'll do an episode maybe about like my favorite authors of color because um, that's you know there's a lot of them but Kia Brown uh, man she just I mean there's how could I know about being black there's so much I couldn't know but being black and disabled I mean it's just there's so so much I don't know and she just she she has cerebral palsy but she is living you know living she doesn't let it stop her she is very adamant that you know the word disabled is it is who she is it's not something that holds her back she you know she's not handicapped she's not retarded she just you know this is her body and this is what was given to her um so she delves into a lot of um how disabled people are portrayed in the media and in real life um a lot of, you know, caused me to re-examine a lot of things that I either didn't ever really think about or kind of thought I understood. And even though I do, like I said, I do read memoirs, I do read personal essays, I just don't think at the time anything about it stood out to me other than it, I think it was actually like, uh, it was a Kindle exclusive deal one time or it was recommended to me. Um, but I'm really glad I read it. And I think that you should read it too. Um, so next we have The Guest List by Lucy Foley. And this is just a good old fashioned, but not old fashioned because it came out a few weeks ago. Um, a British, no, no, it's not British. Isn't British? Oh, see this, you know, like I said, little details, can't remember. I don't, you know, no, it, it is British. It is British. Um, The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Um, so this is a whodunit murder mystery. Um, we don't know who died, but we know that on the night of, um, something with an L, Liz, Lisa, on the night of one of the main characters' weddings, um, somebody dies. And so we kind of toggle back and forth between um, the days leading up to the wedding and the perspective of multiple women involved at the wedding party um, interspersed with, you know, day of murder. Um, it 
maybe maybe because I played a Nancy Drew game that took place at an Irish castle um, for a wedding a couple of months ago. Um, it really like made this book come alive in a way that it might not have. Um, it was it was you know it was solid. I wouldn't say there was anything incredibly amazing about it, but it it reads well. It's fast paced. There was. It was predictable at times, but there were a few mini little things that I didn't fully see. And so when you can fool on, when you can pull the wool over my eyes, you know that, you know, it's good. Um, so, I mean, I just, again, this is one that I had on hold of the library. Would I have paid $20 for it? Probably not. But if, if you like thrillers, if you want an escape and you want like a little bit of a mind challenge, uh, check this one out. Um, and lastly, we have Parakeet by Marie-Hélène Bertino. Um, Parakeet. Parakeet was, again, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Um, the main character, she, her grandmother comes back alive in the form of a parakeet on her wedding night. And then the main character, uh, kind of absorbs into her mother's body, um, accidentally on the day of her wedding. And all of this is dealt with in a very, almost like a Salvador Dali sort of like melting clock, if I could personify the writing. Like you think you know where it's going, but it's challenging, but nothing about it really is thriller-esque. It's just this woman and all these surreal things are happening to only her. Um, she's also dealing with a brother who recently transitioned, um, but in a way like her, it's since it's from her perspective, um, it doesn't you know the trans experience again not something i know any about anything about but i feel like can be a bit um stereotyped at times or gratuitous and nothing about this was and it was very much like you could really you know i don't have a sibling who is transgender but i can very strongly imagine what one would be like um and it just kind of fits perfectly into this novel um another pretty quick one as well um a lot happens and it's not dense um, by any means, but plot wise and thematically a lot happens in a short amount of pages. Um, so this is a little bit of a quick one for you guys. We're still trying to figure out the format. Uh, hopefully as we grow, we will be able to have authors on. Um, I want to hear from you guys what you are reading. I definitely love to feature any of your recommendations and or check them out if I haven't already. Um, make sure you follow on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe. We put out new videos hopefully every week. Uh, make sure you follow me on Goodreads so you can see what I'm reading in real time and stay reading. Bye.